Alright, I'm Corbin Leikrick, and today I'll be reading and discussing the poem Bullet Points by Jericho Brown. Um, so, I'm just gonna introduce the poem real quick, so, um, so, like, I've always kind of wondered, like, what are the signs that, like, a certain work of poetry or music or literature, um, like, what are the signs that it will, like, remain relevant to the future audiences or future generations and my best answer to that is that that specific work managed to encompass or like capture a specific attitude of or uh, belief that was an important element of the culture at the time um and when people look back you know it's the type of literature or music or poetry or whatever that will reflect um you know like kind of what our culture was about at the time, you know, kind of reflect our culture and, you know, the lens that it will be, like, viewed through. And so I think really that's what type of poem this is, you know, on Bullet Points by Jericho Brown. I think that's what kind of poem this is, is one that future generations are going to look back on and be like, okay, like, you know, they really had, like, racial problems and stuff, and this was what was going on at the time. And so, um, yeah, so um, now I'm just going to read the poem. Um, So, this is Bullet Points by Jericho Brown. I will not shoot myself in the head, and I will not shoot myself in the back, and I will not hang myself with a trash bag. And if I do, I promise you, I will not do it in a police car while handcuffed, or in the jail cell of a town. I only know the name of because I have to drive through it to get home. Yes, I may be at risk, but I promise you, I trust the maggots who live beneath the floorboards of my house to do what they must to any carcass more than I trust an officer of the law of the land to shut my eyes like a man of God might, or to cover me with a sheet so clean my mother could have used it to tuck me in. When I kill me, I will do it in the same way most Americans do, I promise you. Cigarette smoke, or a piece of meat on which I choke, or so broke I freeze in one of these winters we keep calling worse. I promise if you hear of me dead anywhere, a cop, then that cop, anywhere near a cop, then that cop killed me. He took me from us and left my body, which is, no matter what we've been taught, Greater than the settlement, a city can pay a mother to stop crying, and more beautiful than the new bullet, fished from the folds of my brain. Now, um, what this poem really reminded me of was the poem Weather by Claudia Rankin. Um, just because of the um, enjambment, the enjambment is, um, it's pretty heavy in both poems. You know, the... Um, each sentence is kind of fragmented and broke up over one or two lines, you know. Um, you know, like it'll be the start of a sentence, but then the, the line will end like right in the middle of the sentence, you know. And it, it does that a lot in both of those poems. And they are also are obviously very similar, like, you know, in terms of the theme of each poem dealing with, you know, racial inequality and... um police brutality you know and so 
um yeah it just really reminded me of um weather by claudia rankin and um um but like you know i mentioned the enjambment and um that's one of the reasons that i really like the poem you know it's got that enjambment like i will not shoot myself in the head and i will not shoot myself in the back and i will not hang myself with a trash bag and if i do you know um yeah and these lines end abruptly and harshly um you know you'll notice that um you know these lines will end like very abruptly and then the you know the thought or the idea will continue on to the next line but kind of you know it fragments the idea basically you know and um but the the kind of harsh like pattern is you know is basically the same as like someone who's kind of panicking and hyperventilating which it seems that this poem kind of suggests you know that they are you know panicking and they're anxious about you know getting into encounters with the police and things like that right so like when they say like you know it could be read like in i will not shoot myself in the head and i will not shoot myself in the back and i will not hang myself with a trash bag like kind of that harsh you know they're panicking and so they kind of have that shallow breath but you know like they're inhaling every few words you know kind of like that they're just panicked and they're anxious basically um and it's really emphasized in the like shoot myself you know it says like shoot myself shoot myself hang myself like that's the end of each line and so it's really like emphasizing that kind of violence. Um, and let me see a reason that I really like it. I'm, I just like the message of it really. Um, you know, I like it because it's, um, a very, like, you know, it's very relevant today, you know, in our society where we have all these police shootings and, you know, the inequality in the justice system really, and so um, I really like that, you know, it's kind of addressing that. And I also think it has just a very interesting and compelling statement. Basically, what he's saying is that, you know, he would rather die on his terms, right? Like commit suicide instead of um, dying at the hands of a police. But in that, he's also saying that, you know, he would rather commit suicide like at, in, in his own home than in the custody of police right so he says like i trust the um what does he say i trust the maggots who live beneath the floorboards of my house to do what they must any carcass more than i trust an officer of the law of the land so he's saying that you know if he's going to die he would rather die you know in his own home where he's like you know it's 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 his space you know and he doesn't want to die somewhere where, you know, like, you know, he's not going to be remembered basically outside of his little area in the world, you know, if he dies, right, is what he's saying. It's like, no white people are going to remember him, you know, it's going to be the the black, you know, like the average white person isn't going to remember him. It's going to be the black people that he, you know, lived around basically is what he's saying, you know, those are going to be the only people to remember him. Um, but yeah, um, 
you know, so basically saying he would rather die, like, in his own home where he's familiar with it than, you know, in the custody of police, um, you know, and he's just saying that, like, I would rather kill myself than die at the hands of police. And, um, uh, one thing that I really liked at the end of the poem, right, it makes it kind of shift from that violence, you know, and it still talks about violence, but it really gets at, like, you know, um, like the, you know, kind of community, you know, that he's a part of being an African-American, um, it, you know, he kind of makes this interesting statement at the end that says, um, he says, um, and a, um, I promise if you hear of me dead anywhere near a cop, then that cop killed me. He took me from us and left my body, which is no matter what we've been taught, a greater settlement, greater than the settlement, a city can pay a mother to stop crying and more beautiful than the new bullet fish from the folds of my brain. Right. And so he says, um, he took me from us and left my body, which is, it's such an interesting way, right? Because what is he saying? Right. Well, when you boil it down, he's saying, right, the cop killed him. Right. And he, you know, he took, the the narrator away from his community you know he kind of you know like he took the narrator away basically right but what the narrator is saying right he took me from us so he's saying like he's still a part of that community even after he dies right and even though he's physically and spiritually like removed from them because he's dead right or no, sorry, he's physically removed from them. Spiritually, he's still there because, you know, even though he's dead, he's still going to be remembered by the, by, you know, his friends and family. Um, you know, but like he would rather be there with them physically, basically, is what he's saying. And, um, and then it says, you know, the last three lines, last four lines. Uh, no matter what we're taught, greater than the settlement, a city can pay a mother to stop crying, and more beautiful than the new bullet fished from the folds of my brain. Right, and so he says that about his body, left my body, which is no matter what we've been taught. Um, and basically he's saying that, like, you know, he kind of compares his body, right, um, it's... You know, he compares his body to the settlement that a mother, that a city can pay a mother to stop crying, right? He's saying that, like, you know, his his mother, right, she'll take the money, but she, you know, she just wants her son back, and that's never going to happen, right? And so, basically, you can't pay enough, right? And no matter the amount of money, right, no matter the amount of money that you offer her for that settlement, she's always still going to want her son back, right? She would trade it in a heartbeat to have her son back. And that's kind of what he's saying, right? Is that, like, no amount of money is worth, you know, my body to my mom, you know? Like, me being there physically. And more beautiful than the new bullet fish from the folds of my brain. And he, there he's just kind of saying, like, you know, I think the beautiful bullet, I guess, is a metaphor for, like, our, our culture is, like, reverence i guess for law and order right and it tends to be so polarizing because you know while law enforcement officers you know do 
you know, they do very hard jobs and they do most of them protect the public and they are very committed to their jobs and they do their jobs the right way, right? And, but people also fail to recognize that there, there are those law enforcement officers out there that who, who do not do their jobs the right way. They abuse their power and, you know, some of it is racially motivated, right? And so the beautiful bullet is just that metaphor for, you know, law enforcement officers out there. Like, no matter how romanticized you can make it, it still doesn't make it right when they kill people. You know, and so, hence, like, the, you know, new bullet, it, you know, it killed him. You know, and he's saying, like, well, yes, the bullet's beautiful, but, you know, it, it killed me, you know? Um, so basically that's what he's saying kind of in those last lines. And I really think that's just a powerful statement. You know, it's a extremely powerful statement. Um, but yeah, so, um, that was the poem Bullet Points by Jericho Brown. And I hope you enjoyed it.